You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well, just go over to baconismypodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? What is going on, guys? Hi! It is yet another edition of your favorite Monday podcast. With bacon in the title. With bacon in the title. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, welcome to Bacon is My Podcast. And today, Jim and I, we have a very special guest. It is the lead singer of pop punk band I Call Fives. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, gentlemen? We are here. I'm doing great. He's he's he was tardy. I I was not, I was on time. Yeah, well, you guys were just early. If you're not early, you're late. If you're not, if you're not minutes later than I said that. As soon as I said that, that exact phrase popped into my head. And I was yeah, like, I think that was like embedded into us in like second grade. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So uh yeah, man, you guys are I mean, you've had a pretty cool career. And then you took a little bit of a hiatus. And then seven years later, in the middle of a pandemic, you guys decided to get back together and release some stuff. And tell us about that. Tell, tell us about that journey of, uh, you know, hey, like, <clears throat> we got to stop this for now, put it on pause and then coming back to it. Well, uh, so we released a full length album in 2012 and we immediately supported it right away with tour after tour after tour. Uh, literally, we released it while we were on the Vans Warp Tour. Uh, then we went out and did a full U.S. tour on our own. We did a full U.S. tour with uh, with some of our best friends and it was an awesome time. And then, you know, then we left the country and we came back and then it just got to this point where we kind of burned ourselves out and me personally, I kind of think that like we should have been taking a little bit more time to write more music and stay in one place kind of thing. Uh, but that wasn't what happened. It was literally tour, 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 tour. And I, which don't get me wrong. It's, it's my favorite part. I, I, my favorite part of this whole process is playing shows and singing songs that I wrote and having people sing those same songs right back to me. That like that like makes my freaking heart stop. I love it. Best thing in the world. But it got to a point where, you know, everybody was kind of burnt out and we were kind of, you know, yapping at each other and getting in some, you know, we were ready to just take a break. We were getting older. A lot of us were ready to, you know, start real relationships, have children, you know, get get a real job. Unfortunately, not a lot of people realize this, that this is the most financially exciting life in the world in the, in the pop punk industry. Uh, But it's. It's it's something we've always loved. Uh, so I got I got so at the end of I'd say honestly the end of 2012, but even like into 2013, we got to the point where we're getting a little bit burnout. Uh, I got a call in the beginning of 2014 saying like, "Hey, do you want to go to Australia and open up for Green Day?" And I was just like, "Yes, I still am 
I still, <laughs> I had two goals in life. When I was a 12 year old version of myself, I, I, I look myself in the mirror. I was like, promise me, Jeff, you will do everything you can. Everything you can. Everything you can. To tour with Green Day. And also tour the Vans Warped Tour. So 12-year-old version of myself nice. had to achieve those two things in my life. And I fucking made it happen. You and it was invested it, dude. It was awesome. So we got uh so it was our second time going out to Australia. Uh we flew out there uh on the ride over, one of the coolest fucking plane rides. I didn't realize I thought I was sitting next to this like unkept scummy individual. And he was kind of, but it was Odorous Arungus from Gore. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> so we played a festival when we went out there. It's called Soundwave Festival. Yeah. That's one thing that's like I, I can you can never I would never change anything in my life based on all the cool shit I've seen throughout all these tours and nonsense that we've done. But, and we flew over there next to Otis Rungus from Gore, but, (laughs) and and got to play with all these awesome fucking bands. Jimmy Eat World, Panic at the Disco, uh, made solid friends with the dudes from Bowling for Soup while we were over there. Uh, Like, and we just had a great time. It was phenomenal. And then we came back and we're just like, all right, let's take a break. And, uh, Throughout the years, we had a couple other really cool offers that it just wasn't the right time. Yeah, we got asked to go uh, to Japan, you know, back to Europe and stuff like that, and it just it wasn't the time because I I had just gotten married. Uh, My wife is pregnant, and again, now I have a two year old. Uh, (laughs) But I I don't want to say that this pandemic was a good thing, but it good things came from it, Mm -hmm. and all of us were really kind of stuck in one place. Um, So while most of us were, you know, either not working or working from home, like for example, that's my job has become completely work from home. I could pick up my guitar while I was looking at things for my job. Don't (laughs) tell them that, but (laughs) they don't want this. They don't want uh, (laughs) They find shit. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You you think I'm joking? No, I'm just playing. But uh, it really, it just, I had, I had much more time to dedicate to like all those sleepless nights instead of, you know, worrying about getting up in the morning and going to my job and stuff like that. Like I spent all those extra hours writing music and I got a call from Drew, our bass player. And this, I, I wasn't even writing music for I Call Fives. I was just writing music because I love music's the biggest part of my life, other than you know my family. But I, I, you can't see it. The, the corner, it's over here. Like just how you, you got all this like recording stuff back here. I just have you know the the cool video game and comic book shit you can see, so everyone knows when I stream video games that I'm cool. I <laughs> dude, I go off on several tangents. Just nope. stick with me. But yeah, all my music stuffs over here. I have several guitars, amps, and all that shit, and it's really it's just it's it's such a huge part of me that like i couldn't let go of it so when i got that call and you know and from from drew and he was just like hey man like would you ever you know want to consider you know giving this another shot giving it another go if you will and uh (laughs) so yeah i was i was like fuck yeah dude i was like i miss it so much i miss playing music i miss recording music i miss playing shows and even though playing shows looks like it even still is a little bit of a ways away uh we we got to write all this new music so we got we got the boys back together the first song we ever played was not the boys back in town we really missed an opportunity there unfortunately uh but we got we got (laughs) 
<laughs> so we, we got everybody back together that was still in the area. So our our, uh, our rhythm guitar player, when, when we had gone on hiatus at the time, moved down to Texas. He's actually a singer in a band called Nominee now. Um, so and he's we're still really good friends with him, and he talks to us all the time. We actually uh, we would even send him demos and shit. Like, hey, is this good? And he'd be like, Yeah, dude, that's that's fucking solid. And I'm like, I know. I just wanted you to know how good I still am. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <I was laughs> no, I'm just checking like, your judgment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, we, we all came together. And uh, we all send each other ideas and bounce these uh, stuff back and forth. We all have like logic on our, our computers. So we re- recorded parts or ideas, send them back and forth to each other until we came up with like a solid idea. And then we'd pursue that idea and so on and so forth. So the That's first awesome. song uh, that we put out, the single that we just released a, a few weeks ago, uh, was called Be Kind, Rewind. Uh, we really, you know, biting off the the blockbuster thing. Uh, but it, it was a, it was a song I wrote like pre-pandemic and that I just always wanted to do. So I, I was like, hey, here, guys, here this is. And don't rip my heart out of my chest, but I really want to record this. And they're like, oh, hell yeah. And then they do. They like electrified it and made it in like we changed parts around and it came out fucking awesome. I'm super stoked on it. But yeah, yeah. That, so that's what we've been doing. Just writing songs and yeah, like we are we're ready to play a fucking show. We want to play. <laughs> sure. Sure. We, we want to play a show, but we have all this new material and uh, we're actually going right back into the studio. Uh, right. Uh, honestly, uh, drums start recording in the next two weeks. Uh, nice. We're going back into the studio and recording a full EP. That should be out later this year. Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. Okay, so in a world of streaming services, where can you find breaking news, live sports, and a mountain of entertainment? Look no further than Paramount+. Plus. With plans as low as $5.99 per month, you'll gain access to the following. Live news from both national and local CBS networks, live sports from the NFL, NCAA, PGA, and much, much more. Your favorite MTV, BET, Nickelodeon, and Comedy Central shows from past and present. New original content like The Stand or Star Trek Picard or SpongeBob's Camp Coral. Smithsonian Channel shows and documentaries. Movies and much, much more. Go to BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and click on that Paramount Plus link. And open yourself to peak streaming service that's bacon is my podcast.com click on the sponsors tab then on the paramount plus link and dive into thousands of episodes live tv original series and hit movies right now do it so when you when you guys decided to take your hiatus was it um was the idea that like it might be a few years, it might be forever, it might be that, or was it one of those where it's like we'll take a a year off and it turned into more and it turned into more and turned into more? Um, it it was really it was almost unspoken. It really yeah. was. It, it it got to the point where we're like we'll come back to this. Is is how really how we left right. it. Um, some of the guys uh, would one hundred percent say that that they thought that was the end. And some of the guys thought like, oh, we'd be back in a couple months. And um, it really it's hard to have such a lifestyle change because we had toured for years and we were 
And again, looking back, honestly, I don't want to call it a mistake because we had so much fun and we had in like, this is the best year, best years of my life up until, you know, I had my kid. Like it's, it was constant, constant, constant touring. We never stopped. We got home. We weren't home for like more than two weeks before we were out on the next tour. We hustled. And that's, and again, that's, that's the only reason why we have the following that we still have today is because we've created so many personal relationships. We've slept on so many people's, you know, floors and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, looking back on it, it's kind of, I think we actually probably would have been, been or found a little bit more success if we focused on more time at home, like putting out more material kind of thing instead of constantly mm-hmm. touring. Uh, but overall, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And uh, I'm glad we did it the way we did it. Yeah, there's that toss up, you know, because if you're if you're a band that's recording and putting out a bunch of stuff, there's there's this like, well, where are you bringing it? Who are you getting in front of? Who are yeah. you? You know, and there's that mentality, especially, you know, now nowadays with uh with the way that people are releasing things and everything is online anyway like pre-pandemic it was already kind of there instant gratification all that kind of stuff um it's almost like staying in and recording and recording and recording is maybe a smarter move but when you guys were coming up man that was the touring that was the heyday of touring like that's what you did you know Uh, you got it you got a band you got a van and you went and you just played anywhere where you, you got know? four vans, you know, where you got and, a few vans and a trailer. Yeah. And yeah. And then when the band stops, you still have the van. Right. <laughs> right. And you're like, fuck, we yeah. got this last year. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who bought that shit? This guy. <laughs> oh yeah. I've bought two vans. <laughs> Guess who got stuck with that loan. <laughs> I, I know your pain, man. Yeah. I know your pain. Tough stuff. I, I, really I was doing? the guy driving what you know the 15 passenger van to and from his <laughs> his day job at Best Buy at the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my was, god, how many times did they say, Hey, did you bring the rape van? I'm like, what? Oh, every yeah. day. I used to every make fun day. of people <sighs> constantly about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So uh I'm glad to not have to drive that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's cool. Uh, so when you guys you mentioned that you released a single. Your your first like real coming out like hey we're coming back. You guys did a saves the day song. What yes, made you guys like go? You know what we're gonna record a cover and put it out. Just I mean what was it? Just uh, hey, let's have some fun. Let's create a little bit of noise. Break the surface of the water before we before we slam it. Yeah, it was a gentle reminder that we exist. Yep. But it was it was essentially we decided we wanted to do something that a it was a, a band that we all loved. It was remember when I said earlier that like the first song we didn't play was Boys Are Back in Town. Right. Uh, we we all kind of like came together and decided on one song that you know a was important to us growing up. When I was in seventh grade or eighth grade, I can't fucking remember. But I used to watch music videos every morning before I woke up and took the walk to school or the bus right. to school. I usually walked. I lived like two streets away. But I and I, I remember seeing the music video for that 
and being like, oh, dude, this is fucking awesome. And it, like, and it was different because it wasn't like it came on, it came right after In the End by Linkin Park. Right. And like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, and everybody was stoked on hybrid theory. And I was, I was like, yeah, this is, this is, you know, this is cool. Yeah, that guy's, yeah, he's singing and rapping at the same time. That's magic. That's wonderful. And then, like, and then, and then I, I heard at your funeral and it was just, it was, it was upbeat and poppy and fucking awesome. And then like, Again, it just it has like a little bit of meaning to me and a little bit of meaning to the other guys in the group. And we we thought like, hey, what's something they're they're from our home state? It was like the 20 year anniversary of it being released. We're like, hey, let's in, instead of just throwing a single out of there, let's let's say like, hey, what's up? We're still alive and we've got a single coming out in a month. Like, you know, it's a good way to, you know, That's grab smart. people's attention. Yeah. yeah. Marketing genius over here. There you go. Nah. Nah, dude, I'm, I'm just I'm, did, I'm the pretty face. I'm not the brains. <laughs> how did I mean you you know the struggle too? You guys all uh, agreed on one song. <laughs> no, I can't. Like I have we I have three guys in my agreed band. on one song. <laughs> yeah. uh, so basically, uh when you're the lead singer, you have a lot of pull because <laughs> you're the guy singing the fucking song. No, no, I'm just kidding. You guys uh, we, 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 we came to a consensus. There were other there were other songs that we were considering that we didn't go with. Some like older, like older classics that we kind of wanted to pop punkify. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of those old uh, like punk go or you know classic goes punk goes punk, punk, punk yeah. type things. Yeah, one of those things, and uh, we just we couldn't come to a consensus on that. So. We went with something we were all comfortable with and something we all loved. So that's uh, that's where we decided. Yeah, we went <laughs> we went from like carry on my wayward son to Bohemian Rhapsody and like dude, I was like hell yeah, let's do all this shit. <laughs> 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 then, dude, I, I, I'm I, I'm I'm a singer, but like I, I like I'm a like an like a I don't know even how to say this without sounding like a pompous asshole, but like like I'm a performer and like that like Freddie Mercury shit like oh, yeah. just gets me like let's fucking go. <laughs> I really got to learn to watch my mouth, but <laughs> see, I'm telling you, we'll 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 uh we'll do a collab. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. We'll put all the vocals on. Oh, sweet. We yeah. got three Hell singers yeah. in the room right now. Three sweet. singers in the room right now. We can do that shit. There you go. <laughs> We'll be right back. Hey guys, I got a quick question for you. Are you dog people? If you know anything about us, you know that here at Bacon is My Podcast, our dogs are our family members, right? Uh, We love to give them a little something extra to look forward to every month, get them excited, and that's why we subscribe to BarkBox. So every single month, Bruce, Bane, and Bruno are treated to two brand new durable toys, plus like uniquely curated packs of treats. It keeps them excited, keeps them engaged, and uh, you never have to like go out shopping for stuff. So if you have a four-legged furry friend that is your favorite alliteration, we got a special deal for you. Just for being a Bacon as My Podcast consumer, if you head over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com and scroll to the sponsors, click on the BarkBox link, you'll get an extra toy in your first order from BarkBox. So head over once again, BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the BarkBox link, and spoil your favorite four-legged furry friend today. More alliteration. What's your bacon? So yeah. that's, that's awesome. Um, one of the things that I noticed, like... 
how do you feel? I, I in some of your guys' older interviews that that I checked out, um, you were talking about like people would say, "What's the, what's the style of music and everything?" And it was almost mm-hmm. like we're a rock band, but if we have to say we're a label, we're a pop punk band. Yeah, and that that came up a lot. And I I get the like everybody just you know we're a rock band. We have, we have instruments. We're yeah. we're guitars. We're you know like you ever see Airheads? Uh, yes. Yeah. When they're when they're in the the booth and he asked them to describe like what is uh, <laughs> your boy's sound? It's like power slop and they they say like like ninety different things, but yeah. they all you know eventually agree on one thing. But yeah, we we've always had that kind of you know I don't want to try to sound like anything. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in the end, we're you know we're a pop punk band, and that's what we've always come down to because that's the genre we kind of fit in. But just we've always kind of you know we we love that style of music, and when we write songs, that comes through, and when we write the songs, it does. And it's that's the style of like shows we liked playing, and it's the music we listened to at the time, and still do. I you can. I, I'm really dating myself here. I like I I have Apple Music and now Spotify, but I still will not open either of those apps and I'll listen to one of the the 12,000 songs I have on my iPod. I don't have an iPod. It's it's on my fucking phone, but like I actually have the music on my phone and I still listen to the same shit all the time. My wife will be playing a song. I'll be like, "Oh, that's really cool." She's like, "Yeah, it's like new. You should check it out." I'm like, "Fuck that!" Like, it's like, <laughs> I got twelve thousand songs. I like them all. I don't need any more. <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah, but you know, it's it really is. You know, I, I I don't like to like pigeonhole like a certain thing because same thing. Even with this new music, it's pop punk, but like it's a more mature version of it, and it's like it's more along the lines of fucking rockier pop punk i don't don't even know how to describe it but it it is it's definitely a more mature version of us but you know it's us kind of thing you know which is cool that's definitely cool like i I like how you guys were able to keep i mean it's uh, it sounds like it sounds like you guys you know you listen to like you listen to something from 2012 and then you listen to the new stuff and it sounds like oh same band yeah cool but it does you're right it (laughs) does sound like a little mature. There's a maturity. Yeah, there. real There's... mature. The first line of the course is you don't have to be an asshole. Well, yeah, I was like, gonna well... bring up. I was gonna bring up because <laughs> because we're talking about like pop punk stuff. I think um that and I actually wrote it down. I said uh two lines that that really kind of to me are kind of like these are quintessential pop punk lyrics that, oh, right. that are that are great. One, uh, I hope this song is your elevator music on the way to hell, which okay. is uh kind of that less offensive way of saying like i want to be the face of your fucking guilt yep 100 percent. right and then the next one was you don't have to be an asshole like that anymore which is like you're totally calling someone an asshole but you're doing it in in such a you're the, with a smile and like hey let's have fun while we do exactly. this exactly let's and, enjoy uh, fucking hating you together right. <laughs> no, i'm just kidding that's but that's i i love that's what i love about pop punk lyrics i guess yeah. if we're gonna yeah. if we're gonna like put a label on on the kind of music and stuff um what what do you think like what what makes a great pop punk lyric to you a great pop punk lyric to me it, honestly and I'm, I'm such a i i, I like it's funny because most of the band strays more towards like the punky side of shit i definitely mm-hmm. stray more towards like the poppy catchier side of stuff and i think that comes like being you know like a singer kind of thing but 
because uh, especially when I'm when I'm writing lyrics and when I'm writing uh, melodies and things like that, and like I'm I'm looking for that hook, and that's right. and again that's the reason why I really got like submerged in this genre of music. Um, uh, m- m- if not my favorite band, it's really hard to, t- to choose a favorite band. But if not my favorite band, uh, the, the then very fucking close. Uh, the starting line uh, is the starting line, man. Phenomenal. Uh, I saw them play a batting cage arena called Grand Slam USA in Vineland, New Jersey, uh, when I was very very young. It was one of the first like local shows I went to, um, and I and I, I not I was probably more interested in using the batting cages at the time. Uh, but <laughs> I was I was I was younger. But <laughs> I th- they were selling like fucking cassette tapes, and they played they played. Uh, and I you know I barely fucking remember the show, but I remember they played Three's a Charm, and uh, and they played fucking Best of Me, mm-hmm. and I I went home and I watched the music video of Three's a Charm, and I was like these guys are fucking huge. This is awesome. And like, obviously at the time they, they, they really, they were, they were obviously they're playing fucking batting cages <laughs> like for, for, for shows. Like, you know, like the, the, the show I saw before that was like, uh, the fucking pop disaster tour, or like green day and blink One Eighty Two at like the tweeter center at the time. Since it's now changed seven different names and owned by different banks, but it's just, it was really, incredible seeing someone that fucking good like five feet away from you with like 10 or 11 other people in a much smaller show and i remember seeing them again another time at a place called like demarco cinemas which is again it was an old beat up movie theater that got closed down and uh, and i and that's that <laughs> it was fucking packed wall to wall like what a difference like several months had made and right. they were they were signed to drive through they became huge and i just remember sitting there it was one of the first songs i ever learned on like playing acoustic guitar uh was the best of me and i was just i was just uh, like i was just hooked from there i was like i want to write songs like this and uh you know i don't know it's great Man, that's, that, 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 right? that's that's that, like that, that that like drives me like in my songwriting style. Like again, Avi, um, I'm now 20 years disconnected from that, you know, from right, trying to write a song like that. But right. something I've always wanted to do. I wanted to write a song that affected someone the way that that song affected me kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I think that's um, that speaks a lot. Like there's that I, I there's just something about that, right, where you see a band in a place like when you go to an arena you expect the band to be fucking awesome. Phenomenal. Right? Yeah. It's got to be a spectacle. When you go to... If they charge more than $20 a ticket, it better be worth more than right. $20 a ticket. Yeah. But to that point, when you see a band where you're in a room and there you've got 11 people in the room and something, and that band hits you on the level that that major band hits you, there's just something different about it. You know, there's this like a hundred percent. It's and you, it's, it's, and you it's own them. They're, yours, <laughs> you know? they're, like, they're your band now. You're like, oh, nobody yeah. fucking knows this shit yet. Yeah. Right. And they change you because you're like, this is attainable. I could like I could book here. And if they're playing here, I could book here. So that means I have to be that good to play here. A hundred percent. And that's it. And I and I've I've had that through several bands. Like I said, I, I'm very lucky to have been in this area. I've seen a lot of bands that have become phenomenally huge in an up and coming environment. And it was just, 
It's crazy. And then uh, ironically, as like later down the line, as we're touring, we had several bands that were, you know, opening us, opening up for us as we're doing our full country tour. And they're like the little names on the flyer. And now they're fucking monstrous. And uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I can't tell you and, uh, this is just just a little random story. Uh we we were doing a full US tour uh co-headlining with We Are the Union. And uh at, at the and then um Handguns was doing uh half the tour and then for the other half of the tour was this little unknown band that no one really cared for. And I was like, I was like, eh. I was like, let, let me let me listen to their shit. I was like, dude, this is really fucking good. And we got maybe four shows into the tour, and it went from no one knowing who they were to being like I I remember like going and like loading in our shit. It's like, yo, what's up, Jet? Man, dude, it's awesome. Where's this story so far at? <laughs> and like, and I was just I was like you're here to see these dudes i was like yeah dude they're fucking awesome i didn't know like people knew about them like it was their first uh full tour and uh they came out and they opened up that tour and by the end of it they were fucking monstrous and so deserved the under soil and dirt is to this day still fucking phenomenal as well as all their you know several other records but that was that was literally their like they just released it on pure noise and then it was just all uphill from there wow that's, that's amazing awesome. All right, we got to take a quick time out. As you can probably tell by now, Jim and I, we're t-shirt guys. And we're always, always looking for the most comfortable and best fitting t-shirts possible when it comes to ourselves or our merch. Sometimes they're soft and they unravel in a few washes. Sometimes they're durable, but they feel like sandpaper on your nipples. And it's just not our thing. Well... Well, maybe it's Jim's thing, but it's definitely not my thing. And, you know, sometimes you clean your shirts and from sweating uh, at work or on stage, they just kind of get all funky even after you clean them. Well, Fresh Clean Tees is a solution for all your t-shirt woes. With multiple styles and colors, they keep you looking so fresh and so clean. Go to baconismypodcast.com, click on the sponsors tab, and click on the fresh clean teas link and start looking great and feeling great without spending a fortune again that's bacon is my click on the sponsors tab then scroll to that fresh clean teas link to start looking comfortable and stylish at affordable prices so i i, I gotta wonder because uh, i mean we've been doing in and out of bands like for a long long time but <clears throat> how involved like obviously you you left you didn't when it went on a hiatus with the band but you went and you got married and the kids and all that stuff yeah coming back so when you went on hiatus in 2014 when you came back how different is the music industry and do you think it's better than it than it was it's incredibly different it's insanely insanely different and i think it's better in most ways and i think it's worse in some ways yeah i think the music industry especially when we were doing like our whole touring thing i think uh, i don't even know the word to describe it at some points it it could be a little jaded Mm -hmm. it was the point where when i was growing like you know like really getting into the scene I felt like most bands were like really friendly with each other and best buds and all that thing like that. And then like once I got like the more we got into it, then there was like 
fucking drama and like people were like i don't know it was just it wasn't my cup of tea at the time <laughs> and which yeah. is funny because th- there were so many bands we made so many great friends and like we had so much, again like i wouldn't trade for the world i had so much fucking fun touring but like it really got to a point where like i felt like the business end became so much more prevalent to me and i was just like I was, this isn't as fun as it used to be kind of thing. Oh, like, man. like, you know, I, and, and again, you know, that's that childlike wonder in my fucking life. I love playing music. I love writing music. I love singing, you know, like I know I'm the re fucking a billionaire from playing my music. I'm still working on a millionaire, but, <laughs> but no, but like, I know that will never happen, but I still love doing it all the time. But now there, there was a, there was a point where I felt like everything was so financially driven and so much less like, like actual, you know, like, Oh, we're here to do this because we enjoy it kind of thing. Um, and, but now from what I've noticed, and again, we've only been back a very short period of time. Maybe it's because everyone's locked inside and you don't have the ability to tour but everyone has become so supportive of each other in terms of like the community, uh, the way it is now from what I can see, I don't experience, you know, like, obviously I'm not talking to every other band in the world, but when we came back and we we released that at your funeral cover, I got so many random messages from people that I haven't spoke to in years. Like haven't like, we're not Facebook friends or anything. Just, just saying like, Oh man, this is fucking awesome. So glad to see you guys coming back. And then we released that single, the the Be Kind Rewind, and I got a litany of messages with people just saying like how fucking excited they are coming back. And it, it was just, it was such a game changer for me because there were people that like I know for a fact weren't huge High Call Fives fans, but <laughs> literally just said it's so good to hear you back. And like, it was so nice to feel that support and like just that, like that, fucking wave of love coming in out of nowhere that like towards the end of our career it was mostly uh, end of our career before our hiatus (laughs) but but before that hiatus shit like it was mostly it was absolutepunk.net and like everyone uh, you know keyboard warriors going crazy with criticisms on youtube videos and like it felt so fucking toxic and that's like and that that shit doesn't help like, like, yeah. like everyone's entitled to their opinion. A hundred percent. That's what, like, again, I stream video games and I'll get fucking trolls in the stream all the time. And I'm like, what's up, bro? Thanks for making me money by being here. You piece of shit. And then, you know, <laughs> and you know, it, it is what it is. Right. But and, like, it just, that, that stuff took its toll at the time. And like to come back and like, to be met with all this love right off the bat and this excitement for people that are just happy to hear us again is awesome dude that's what like it's it's kind of weird because we were at the time we you know we made music that really appealed to you know uh teenagers and people in their younger 20s and now you got these people that are in their early 30s to late 30s you know with the in 40s that are that are like oh hell yeah brother welcome back (laughs) (laughs) you know dude that's and that's that's fucking awesome and and like we'll get the young kids i gotta get the fucking tiktok working i don't know how to do it (laughs) yeah i know we're struggling with that oh man no dude i I, I I know how to do it. I do it for the fucking stream. I'm just I have so much shit on my plate that like <laughs> again, 
I, I need to sit down and I need to make it happen. So that's that, that's what I'm going to be working on the next like week or two. I got to get that TikTok on, uh, up and running. I'll start posting stupid videos of me playing like cover songs or something like that. We'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> nice. But yeah. Well, it's it's I think every uh, every genre of music, every era of music has their um, their core group. And that core group is usually, you know teens when it starts and uh, yeah. that's that's where that wave starts and everything but then everybody kind of grows up and and they're uh they're at that point where they're like anything that reminds them of that awesome time that they had that one time or when they were a certain age and stuff and just to be able to even taking a hiatus and coming back and seeing that like you've got these people that are coming back and saying i'm so glad you're back because you were a huge part of something that i had such a great time doing uh, or being a part of has to no. be like it's got to be energizing and you know what i mean it like, is. That's, that just like all right two more albums all right <laughs> <laughs> no it's it, <laughs> it's really funny you say that like so the the so again my name's jeff todd that's jeff todd live it's over here i'm uh, sorry i pointed the wrong side jeff todd live it's me playing video games but the jeff todd that you know now is not the same one that was there 10 years ago writing music and doing all that you know took crazy torn and shit so much has changed in my life and that little piece of nostalgia that you're referring to that people are like you know tying into some memory or thing like that that is it's so real but it really is it's it's funny to see the difference and it's it's just it's always been interesting to me i guess is the word that even so many years later People that like I'm I'm surprised they still have like any kind of connection or, or were able to because there was no financial like advertisement or push with this. This was literally like we posted on our Facebook or, you know, uh, on YouTube. Uh, they posted a video and the label that we just signed to posted a couple of things about it. But there was no actual like real financial backing. Uh, like we're, I guess we're kind of saving that for the EP that we're releasing later this year. Yeah. But like this was really just supposed to be like a, a little taste of, you know, like. Hey, uh, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> uh, but no, it's really just, it, it was, it was uh, it's so cool to see that people are still, you know, like paying attention, which, which is, you know, yeah. like that, that makes me feel incredibly important and it makes me feel special and I love you guys for it. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. So right now mm -hmm. what we have to do is we got to pay some bills. Yeah. Uh, we you are sponsored. Aren't you sponsored by somebody? Yes, I am. No, so I, I'm an affiliate with Raise Energy, the Raise. most delicious shit you've ever had. Now it's uh, Rep Sports. If you guys ever use like supplements, they they do everything. But uh, it's yeah, Raise Energy is my uh, they're uh, I'm an affiliate of them. I don't know. They're good. They send me shit, and uh, it's delicious. And uh, if you go pick this up, you can literally just Google Raise Energy. Whenever you go buy it from the website, they're also in like GNCs and vitamin stores and all that stuff. If you pick it up, you can use code Jeff Todd Live and get fifteen percent off. Ooh, yeah, pretty badass! Nice, hell yeah! Well, we're an affiliate with Poddex, which is a really cool little uh, thing for guys just starting out podcasts or guys and girls, whatever. And mm -hmm. uh, if you have a hard time coming up with topics or asking questions and you don't have verbal diarrhea like we do, 
you just pick a card and, and it helps you break the ice, kind of. Yeah, so very of, similar to like, cards, like cards against humanity. Cards against humanity. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I've said before on the show, like I ordered a couple and they were delivered to me over the holidays when I was visiting family and we weren't uh, doing any episodes or anything, but I, I popped them open and just started reading them off to different family members and it turned into conversations and laughter and everything like that. So besides just podcasters, uh, if it's just something I, when I get back to bartending again, I'll be bringing them to the bar and I'll be handing them out to people that look like they could really use help talking to somebody who they're trying to talk to things like that. I'll tell you right now, that would be awesome for video game streamers. Uh, obviously with this pandemic, there's been a ton of additional streamers, like just popping up out of nowhere that can't sometimes can't get a conversation started in their own chat. And that sounds awesome. Yeah. It's actually a really good idea. Yeah, so, so if, if you, you go to poddex.com, uh, you can use the promo code BACON because everything is better with bacon and That's get 10% true. off of your order. And uh, they have some cool swag and stuff like that, too. But we're going to allow you to choose your deck right now. So, so we take have the episode deck, interview deck, interview deck two, uh, would you rather deck, and the what the heck deck. I like the color red in that box. So we're going to go with the. Uh... Would you rather? This is, this is legit. This has become, the I think, the past one. like five or six episodes. That's mm-hmm. all the guests have been pulling from. Yep. I think it's because it's between a green and a blue, and it's very vivid and pops out for me. Yeah, it draws the eye. Yeah, uh, exactly. Before you, before you were even saying what they were, I knew which one I wanted to pick. It, like, you know, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike is shuffling now because despite the fact that I lived in Las Vegas for a year, I cannot shuffle cards. He's I got married in Vegas. Did you? Yeah. Wow. It's one of my favorite cities. I, oh, uh, we've uh, we've toured there several times. I, I love Vegas. I'm, I'm um, ready but, to move back anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, but so uh, we, uh, my wife also loved Vegas and we flew our families out there and then. Had a great time. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I lived there. Uh, I lived there for about a year. Uh, I was bartending in Caesar's Palace. Hell yeah. In yeah. a loincloth. Caesar really live here? Or? Oh, uh, sometimes. I didn't sometimes. think so. He's got a few places. Gotcha. All right. So I'm going to fan these out. And Jim's going to. I'm going to finger, finger them. And you you let me know when to stop. That's all. All right. Um, now. All right. All right. Oh, dropped it. Oh, you had one job. I yeah, know. he also he just he just traded it out. He traded it out for the more uh, suspenseful one. I like it. Right. Well That's done. Right. It's all planned out. Oh wow, what a weird question this is to pick. If you were the lead singer of I Call Fives, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, would the lead singer of I Call Fives rather? Have a uh, and 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 you you pick this and we're not getting political. Would you rather have a road trip with Donald Trump or OJ Simpson? Oof, uh, OJ Simpson. At least uh, <laughs> I was gonna say if uh, if yeah, we're not gonna get political. But uh, if uh, I was on a trip with OJ, we could uh, talk about the Buffalo Bills and how you know they had four Super Bowls, no rings, and yeah, maybe get a you know glass talk of Minute Maid along the way and Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Hell yeah, we can talk about white Ford Broncos. I I think that's an awesome truck. I think that was a great you know getaway car. That out if you didn't murder someone, you know. Right. It's yeah. You can get away from a lot of things in that truck. Yeah. Exactly. That don't involve murders. Hell yeah. So, (laughs) 
try on gloves. We could try on gloves. That's what we could do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's not get political, but do you like Donald <laughs> Trump? <laughs> you. <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> so, so obviously we're a little ways off the um like the the <laughs> landscape no sorry i got a text from jen inside so uh, yeah um so um, hashtag professionals yeah that's professionals <laughs> we have a shirt that says that i bacon is my podcast.com yeah. uh so obviously we're a little ways off uh the see he's got stuff coming up too um the the yeah my fucking stream's telling me to go live (laughs) not yet (laughs) the uh so like the the summer festivals and all that kind of stuff that's all kind of getting put out there possibly in the fall possibly in summer stuff like that what are you guys are you guys planning on hitting any of those or uh, honestly we're not we're not gonna play anything till we know it's safe for everybody uh is is crazy as it is like uh I, there's a reason i'm working from home uh, uh my wife is very high risk if she were to get anything like that like she is that uh, she's very high risk uh, yeah. she could die um so i don't leave the fucking house <laughs> like I, I there there's a reason why i'm so eccentric i've been locked inside <laughs> for a fucking year <laughs> no 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 so but like in a cave <laughs> it's exactly what it is man no but like we I and again, me especially, I cannot wait to play shows, but I can I can wait until it's safe to do so. Yeah. Um, so and that's once once that's clear and we know that it's actually safe to do that, then then that then we'll do it. I, I have I have no interest in being responsible for anyone leaving this earth before they're supposed to. So uh yeah, I, I don't wanna get I don't wanna get like too like fucking sappy or emotional, but like oh, dude, 100%, yeah, like man. I don't wanna I, I don't wanna be a dick. i've had the same conversation with people even like conversations within my band where it's like should we start talking about doing shows yet and i'm like can you give me some numbers right now and we'll talk yeah how how that's gonna work it's such a tough conversation because we do you know i want to get back to normalcy like 100 percent. i like playing shows is the best thing in the history of the world i love it it's fucking phenomenal but again yeah we got we we got to do what's you know best for everybody yeah if one person gets sick from a show that it could have been avoided then you know then that's yeah, dude. Me. like i don't want to be yeah. the reason someone's fucking grandmother dies yeah, like, yeah exactly <laughs> man yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's there, yeah there's there, there's no reason for that shit and and again that's like once everything's all better fuck yeah dude i want to fucking stage dive i want to crowd surf i want to do all that shit right. again it's one of the best thing, one, one of the fucking like three of the top 10 like moments of my life were like while i was you know crowd surfing and singing a song like yeah yeah it's fucking yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, even here there especially with like small like local bands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um they were trying to put something in place for us mm-hmm. and um you know th- it was basically like a dinner party. <laughs> Pay 25 <laughs> bucks to get into a dinner party and sit yeah. there and watch a rock show and we're just kind of like Yeah, as much as I want to play a show, I don't want to play that show. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone wants to. Like play first show back should not be that. I know. And definitely at the same not. time it's like, hey, do you want people to come to your show, yeah. But do you really want to promote your show? <laughs> like, yeah, let's 
congregate people. Like, <laughs> we can't sell you anything at the merch table because you can't line up. So that's yeah. out. You can't. You got to sit at tables and get your dinner. So yeah, nope. it's 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 definitely a very unfortunate circumstance at this point. I've but, I've played shows where people sat at tables, and I can tell you, every time I finished one of those shows, I was never like, "Damn, I'm glad I did this show." Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played shows where there's two people standing there looking at me like I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'll, I'll, take that over. I'll take that over. I'll take that over. People that sat down, fucking <laughs> <Look at me. laughs> like I'm an asshole. Just stand up. Just yeah. be aware I'm there. <laughs> exactly. Um, what what about live streams? Because we've done we've done one of them. Uh, yeah. We've done a, a couple acoustic ones, but you know, full band. We we did one around uh, Thanksgiving. You guys got any? Have you guys possible... looked into doing anything like that? Uh, we've been talking about that actually. So uh, we don't know exactly when we're going to do it, but it's probably going to be more along the lines when I had uh, I head in to do my little stipulation in the studio, just mm-hmm. to see if we can get some decent sound quality recording in a, in separate rooms, kind of thing, and then um. I, I I love playing music. That's what like I post half the shit I post on like my streams like Discord and Twitter and all that shit is is like me doing like little cover songs like eccentrically. <laughs> uh, I, I I posted a random video yesterday. I got a request to play uh, "I'm Not Okay" by My Chemical Romance. And I got like the words wrong after the first verse, and like then it's just twenty seconds of me saying like, "Why do you keep fucking up?" Like, it's like <laughs> I'm reading the words on a screen. Like, how am I fucking this up? What's, what's that app that you have? Uh, um, on song. On song. I have I have an app called On Song that actually like, um, I put all the lyrics up in front of me. I've been, I've been doing a uh a like a show on our. Uh, YouTube page called Will It Sound Good Acoustic? So I'm just grabbing songs and playing them acoustic guitar and a vocal. Okay. And uh, and so I'll I'll put the lyrics up in front of me on that app, and you can actually set it to a BPM and have it move. And uh, so the lyrics are cool. roll for you. But I do the same thing though. I still I I completely fuck it up all yeah. the time. Um, I was yeah I was doing like uh, um, I was doing Wrecking Ball. <laughs> and, like, Miley Cyrus never hurt anybody. Yeah, man. <laughs> And I just remember, like, I kept getting this one line wrong, and I was just like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> I only, I only fuck up the words in my own songs. Yeah, I've done that before. Ah, <laughs> you, you play so many shows, like, oh my god, I got into we we did one tour that was like two months straight. We played a show every day for like sixty days, and I I, I remember going and and. and it becomes so second nature because you're playing, you know, either that's what we, we constantly after a certain point in period of time, just would change the setup with the mm-hmm. exception of like the openers and closers. We'd always move shit around to keep things interesting and just see how, you know, what worked where and kind of thing. But there, there have been several occasions to where I'll, I will switch the verses or something like that. And there's a fan looking at you like, what, what did, you do? did you just I, do? Dude, I feel that. Do you have like, so you guys, uh, you were saying that you have like good relationships with your fans because you guys toured so much. So yes. I'm sure you saw the same people over and over and over again and got to know plenty of them. You slept on a lot of couches and stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you have any of those fans that will stand right in front of you and directly let you know when you fuck up a lyric? All the time. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, no, straight up. That's and it's funny because like there's like a love there that they have for you, and they want the best version of you at all times. But yeah, no, I've I've 100 had that. Oh my, (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a kid from South Jersey, and he's 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 a little fucking crazy. <laughs> he's you know he's not the most popular individual in the world, but he is dedicated to his love of music. I'll, nice. I'll give him that. Um, I'll never forget sitting at a merch table. This kid walks up to me, and he just straight up because I played one of our acoustic songs. And uh, we put out an acoustic EP uh, right before we put out Bad Advice. It's actually the first song I ever recorded with I Call Fives uh, called This Town. And he's and he looks me dead in the eyes, like not with anger, but just with concern. And he goes, Jeff, you played the wrong guitar part in the bridge. <laughs> I was like, I'm surprised you know what a fucking bridge is. That's amazing. And I was like, <laughs> and this and, and like, uh, there's something special about him, but I love him to death, and it, I, I, that will stick with me forever. And I'll never fucking play that part wrong again. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> no, yeah. Like it's not that I played it wrong; it's that I like chose an easier progression, <laughs> and he caught it. And I was like, "Dude, right. that's fucking attention to detail." No one in here had a clue that I did that. The fucking members of the band didn't have a clue that I did that. <laughs> like, <laughs> they straight up the band's like oh yeah fucking good job jeff sounds great right right <laughs> you know because they get to fucking take their moment off and have a drink while i'm sitting there you know singing my heart right. out but, awesome. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah it's it's really interesting uh yeah do uh, millions millions of fucking when i say millions i mean tens tens of people <laughs> <laughs> like that we became such good friends with as time progressed that's what actually uh right back here this thing right here it's a license plate on the wall yeah uh, this five. is yeah they got fucking alcohol fives as their license plate and the best part, we, we went on hiatus and he was like, he's like, yo, he's like, I love you, man. I was, I was going to put this up on my wall, but I got two of them. Do you want the other one? I was like, fucking a right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, this kid paid for priority shipping. It was at my house the next day. What? Like I'm the, awesome. I'm the luckiest motherfucker in the world, dude. I've had so many awesome relationships with all these people all over the country. I think, what is that? Virginia. It's Virginia, but like it's 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 just it's really incredible. All the crazy stuff. I I've, I've had people send me packages from like California or Vegas or anything like that, just with like little like mementos and shit. Like, yeah, it's it's really cool that you know. Again, I've got to have all those relationships. If anything horrible happens to me in my life, and my wife decides that I'm no longer attractive, uh, I know I can go anywhere in the world. I go to Australia. I can go to Europe. I can go pretty much every state with the exception of Alaska and have like a place to stay right, because right. of all the relationships that I've made like with throughout this band, which is fucking nuts. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, music changes lives, man. People, it's it does. You know, yeah, music changes lives. But it, besides music, you are also a full time gamer. Yeah. And you yeah. stream stuff. So, yeah, man, l l let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, we can talk about it for three minutes and 26 seconds because yeah, I have to okay. go live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you so, what, then, instead of talking about that, how about we just we invite you to come on again in the future when you uh, want to promote something or when you have anything. And right now, instead of talking about that, let's have you uh, give everybody their way to find you, get a hold of you, find the band know what you're up to and uh, give them all your stuff right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. I appreciate everyone for actually taking the time to listen to me. If you're still here, you are a true friend and 
family to me. No, I'm just playing. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, you can find I Call Fives on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're working on the whole TikTok thing again. We're old as fuck. Give us time. Uh, <laughs> you can find me personally if you want to come hang out with me. I'm this live eccentric, awesomely attractive human being. I play video games and sing songs to you. I would say badly, but I'm fucking magnificent. So come. <laughs> I, I stream on Facebook gaming right now, but I'm moving over to Twitch effective on Monday, May 3rd. I don't know. I'm not good with fucking calendar dates, but uh, check me out on Twitch. It's Jeff Todd live. These are letters, but there are words attached to them. Jeff Todd live. I sing and I call fives. There's no ICF here, but you get what's going on. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, like, <laughs> thank you so much for having me, guys. You've been absolutely fucking phenomenal, and this no. was a really fun interview. This was awesome. Yeah. It's no, been a blast, man. Thanks thank for you for hanging out with us. out with us, man. No problem. Thank you for having me, man. Men's sorry. We know you love your weekly dose of bacon is my podcast, but if you need even more bacon, make sure you head over to baconismypodcast.com where you can engage even more with us. It's a pathway to our music, our extra content, social media pages, and most importantly, some pretty awesome swag for you to show off your bacon. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us what your bacon is.